Okay. So, you know that SpongeBob meme where it's like, this is not just stupid, this is advanced stupid? Mm -hmm. Sure. (laughs) The Minister for Sports, Culture, Heritage, and Status of Women in Manitoba doesn't know the difference between menstruals and USBs. Right. I've seen these Reddit posts. That's a... Hmm. Uh, like, have you seen the video? Have you seen the video? I have scene? not no, I seen, seen the, video. the video. My gosh, it's amazing. It's like you have one side. It, is yes, this I'm... person male or female? I'm trying. Who who is it? Minister of guess, what? Okay, guess guess what she is. I gave it away. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Healthcare. Minister for that? sports. She is a culture, female. Huh. And head and hedges and status of women. Okay, let's not just assume her gender, but... But... Well, because I'm like, if she, so, if, if she is or if she does identify as female, then she would, she should have more knowledge about know. what... Yeah, exactly. That's my point. The only maybe, way I can see this is like, like, maybe my auntie wouldn't know what a USB is, but she lives on a farm with four cats... Where no, there's I'm no saying, internet. No, no, right? Yes, Jimmy. Let me paraphrase the video. Uh-huh. You got one side being like, in 2017 or 2018, whichever year it is, we promised to provide our menstrual products for all Manitoba schools from K to grade 12, right? Okay. In the two or three years that has not happened, can the can the minister explain themselves? Cuss of the minister. They're like, oh yes, we we believe we provide protection. We provide people with protection for their computers, the phones. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the tablets. Oh, I am so, <laughs> I am so bad. I am so confused. As a female, this makes me really sad. That's... Like, I mean, we just got rid what? of the pink tax a few years ago. And I mean, they provide free condom. There should be free <sighs> menstruation products. That's yeah. And that just that just that just makes me sad. <laughs> I I have so many questions. Yo, so many. Everyone, questions. please go watch the video. Like you just I'll, I'll, you'll send it there. to the group chat, Uchi. It's so bad. Like, I don't oh even know God. if I want to look this up. Wait, because I'm oh, so confused. living in ignorance of our leaders. I'm so confused. Like, where, where is this? Where can I, where can I find this? This is ridiculous. I found it under. Which is gonna send it to the group chat. Okay, because I'm like, because I have questions on. Wait, so how, how did she draw comparisons between? <laughs> so many questions. Well, because you so see, Sam, questions. this is a career-ending gaffe. They, she thought they were. <laughs> I'm assuming she identifies as a she. I don't want to assume gender, but okay. All members did not know the difference between that they were talking about menstrual products for females and those who identify as females. Um, Instead, she thought they were talking about computer stuff, like USBs. (laughs) Those are two... Very I mean, different things. Maybe a ah. USB would work for a period if you were a robot, but I mean, a robot wouldn't be getting their period. I is mean, this this is us? this is a USB male, and I suppose if you yeah. that's technically what it is. Technically. So many jokes. So many jokes. <laughs> Wait, but this was so. For what I see here, this was in 2019. I don't know. I, it looks like I it happened know, in 2019. It came out. It looks like they made the promise in 2019, and then yeah, they made the promise this in 2019. Video just just came out oh, today. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I think this is a wildly inappropriate cold open for a movie. It, for it, kids. it 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 is. It is. But it is. but I wanted to highlight how it is. how stupid a wildly promise can cold be. Open. However, I also want to bring up the the um. Stigmatism, stigma there is still around girls having their period and getting their period. 
Yeah. So it's really not that inappropriate. So we are okay talking about stuff like that on the podcast. That's true. It's breaking That's true. that stigma a little bit. Just saying that because like, I know point. as a female, when I got my period at nine, it was like, oh my God, hush, hush. Like your What's body's happening? doing this thing. That's supernatural. And it was like, could yeah. not be talked about. Had to hide all your products and all that stuff. And I mean, I grew up in a household for all the women. But still, it's like I didn't know what the hell was going Pam, on. So I mean, Pam, like there, that stigma needs to be broken. As yes. much as That's I agree point. with you, I do, however, draw. I'm saying this because at my previous job, I had coworkers who were like this. I there should be a line drawn in like yes, that is normal, and the other half being you're intentionally like just making people feel uncomfortable because you're talking about it. Expl- in explicit detail because i've had coworkers who just wouldn't stop and like i oh, i'm no. all for womanhood and everything but honestly at that point like i literally told him i was like yeah y'all need to talk about this on your own time i don't want to be here that's, that's not that's not even that's not what i'm referring to because oh, okay. i as okay. a woman like i don't talk about that in front like unless it's like one of my male friends who like is okay with me talking about it in front of him mm-hmm. um I don't talk like if it's with my female friends, that's one thing, but it's just like in general, like the stigma for like young girls because it's embarrassing, right? Oh, okay. I see where you're coming from. I found it embarrassing. But I feel like the point Uchi is making is that we shouldn't blindly trust our leaders like Raya and the Last Dragon. No. 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 Go away. Get out. We don't want you. We're doing this podcast for three people. Leave. No. You were late anyways, Sam. Was I? We had to call you. I'll say it once Sam again. Down. Wow. We shouldn't blindly trust no. our leaders. Get Raya out. And the last dragon. <laughs> Let's start the show. My name is Raya. Our lands have been at war for as long as we can remember. Our people never see eye to eye. My daughter, I believe our people can come together again, but someone has to take the first step. Now, in order to restore peace, we must find the last dragon. I wish to join this fellowship of butt kickery. Let's go. We'll have to watch our backs. We're not the only ones looking. Six years of searching. Please let this be it. Almighty Sisu! Who's at that? We really need your help. Ah, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not like the best dragon. Have you ever done like a group project, but there's like that one kid who didn't pitch in as much, but still ended up with the same grade? Uh, we're doomed. You and the dragon are coming with me. Hmm. My sword here says we're not. The world's broken. You can't trust anyone. Maybe it's broken because you don't trust anyone. You just have to take the first step. shape changed. Dragons can do that? Look how close my butt is to my head. It's going to make digestion so much faster. Welcome to Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi Simwaka. Michael Novakshinov. And Pam Hincharik. We are coming to you live from our... Live. <laughs> well, at time of sure that's what live means. Yeah, no, it's it's sure. it definitely. Can I say isn't. we're coming at you through the power of the internet? This is fake news. <laughs> Pam, you know shows in the, wait, 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 wait. Pam, you know shows on the internet can be live, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. It's called streaming. <laughs> because she was like, "Well, okay, for you for the power of the internet." I'm like, Pam, it's it's a thing. 
We're questioning how this is live if we pre-record stuff. My goodness. Our I live pre-recorded show. <laughs> I, I don't think we can ever pull for a live show. We mess up and curse way too much. Oh, you yeah. know how entertaining that would be? I feel like that would be a Patreon. Speaking of special. which, um, an NBA player just got banned, I guess, indefinitely because he was streaming while playing Call of Duty and he apparently used an anti-Semitic slur, so he's not allowed to play right now. That's a certified oopsie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. He was playing Warzone when he swore when he said that. And it's just it trickled down. He can't <laughs> play anymore. Listen, oh, no. consequences. I bet you he was just not good. If only people got consequences for their actions. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So that's the thing. And it was it was an anti-Semitic Jewish slur, and the owner of the team is Jewish. So Isn't anti-Semitic just... always referred to Jewish? Yeah. Jewish? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, pretty much. But the owner's Jewish. Oops. The owner of the team is Jewish, the Miami Heat. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that did not play out well. Well, then, that yeah. was the real. Mm-hmm. Yep. A, a That's real how you get seat. canned in 10 seconds flat. <laughs> how to lose your job in one hour. I guess, because I think he only streamed for like an hour. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> oh, it was worth it. Yep. Uh, the Northern Critic Podcast Anyways. is a film review podcast that focuses on audience or host handpicked films based off of plot, cinematography, casting, and style. All of the review points that we do give you listening in um, are based off of our opinions as your hosts. And our opinions alone. So no one else, I guess, is... We're, no one's paying us to say good things or bad things about the movies we review is what I'm trying to say. At least not Listen, yet. If, we if ain't no one's bought. paying us yet. Yeah, not if yet. If you pay for my opinion, you gotta pay a lot. Yeah, no, not even a lot. You just have to pay some. Have you met IGN? <laughs> you have to pay a living wage. <laughs> Listen, have look, you met IGN? IGN? Seven, seven out of ten. Too much water. <laughs> IGN wants to sponsor this podcast and pay all of us a livable wage. I'm the, not I, saying I I'm saying no. IGN is not okay doing with that. that. <laughs> is that we give them every movie a 7 out of 10. Yes, pretty much. Cuz that's the wait, IGN wait, wait, standard. Wait, wait, wait. IGN Mad Ma- Wait, wait. IGN Mad Max Fury Road 7 out of 10. Too much water. Too much. <laughs> And for some reason, they gave Mulan an eight out of ten because it was empowering. That's for how you know they're bought everywhere. Mulan, I was like, what? Utter trash. Seven was, out of ten. Yeah. I was I was also in a good mood. I was in a good mood, and then you had to bring up that movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now my day is ruined. Oh my goodness! On this episode, our sixty-first episode, we are reviewing the twenty nineteen. Uh, sorry, 2019. The 2021. 2021. Uh, clearly, my mind is still living in 2019. Uh, we're reviewing the 2021 American. Yeah, it, was better, it was a better time then. <laughs> we're reviewing the 2021 American computer animated action film, Raya and the Last Dragon. As at time of recording, this movie has been out for approximately a week. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, a week by tomorrow, by Friday. Five so days? Roughly a week. Um, yeah, five days. Yeah, five to seven days, pretty much. Uh, it was produced by Walt Disney Pictures, so get your Disney Plus on and pull out your credit cards because you're paying $34.99 if you want to see this right now. Um, it is the 59th film produced by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures. Um, so Disney's almost hit their 60th with their animated films. This is the 59th. Um, so it are is... we older than Disney? So do we have more episodes than Disney has films? Yes, we do. And a slightly smaller budget. Yeah. Slightly. <laughs> slightly. So this big. Ryan the Last Dragon oh, was what's directed... What's that line? Ultimate Cosmic... <laughs> Go Sorry, I I was just gonna say Ryan. Ultimate cosmic powers. Ryan the Last Dragon is directed by Don Hall 
and Carlos Lopez Estrada. Um, a lot of people remember Don Hall from things like Big Hero 6 and Moana. And uh, I'm trying to think. What else has he been in? Um, he's been in a lot of stuff, actually. But, right. He was also in... Does anyone remember Bolt? That was a thing. He did Bolt. Um, he was yeah. the writer for Tarzan, the original Tarzan. Um, well, Disney's Tarzan. Zootopia as well. Um, I mentioned Moana already. And Frozen 2. Oh, Frozen 2. Okay, that that I'm sure he's trying to scrap that from his record. Um, but yeah, so he's done. He, also, he was also part of Big Bro- uh, Brother Bear, actually. So that's not bad at all. Um, what's that? Oh, brother bear. Yeah, he was he was a part of that too. Um, so yeah, pretty much. Uh, the music was composed by James Newton Howard, another big <laughs> Disney composer, because he has done so many. Um, done everything. Pretty much, he. <laughs> I always I always remember his score from Disney's Dinosaur the most for some reason. But a lot of people, he shared uh, the spotlight with Hans Zimmer and with uh, Batman Begins, actually, too. So he's, he's, he has a decent repertoire under his belt. Um, as far as voice acting goes, though, Ryan the Last Dragon holds voices of Kelly Marie Tran as Raya, um, Aquafina as Sisu, the dragon, and Isaac Wang, Gemma Chan, Daniel Dae Kim, Benedict Wong. A lot of you remember him from Doctor Strange. And I think he, he's been in a lot of... The, Kick-Ass 2. What else has he been in? He's been in... Oh, yeah. Well, all, a lot of Avengers stuff. The Martian. He was in that, too. Um, if anyone's seen... Who did he play in The Martian? Um, uh, he was the Chinese scientist. Hmm. See, I don't remember much about that movie. Yeah. So he was in that... He was as in much Ge- as I enjoyed it. He was in Gemini Man. We should review that think, movie. Yeah. Wait, let me just say it like this. Michael, there's only one agent in that movie. Come on. <laughs> there's only one dude in that movie. <laughs> oh, Earth goodness. scenes as well. I don't remember the Earth scenes. I remember Mars. That's it. Come on. Uh, yeah, Benedict Wong is also currently in filming for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness as well right now. So he's he's been around for a while. He was also in the... I think he was also in the Matrix. I'm, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, he's been around Thanks. for a while too. Uh, and yeah, so pretty much Ryan the Last Dragon was released on the 5th of March on Disney Plus with premiere access, uh, which is their response to the COVID-19 pandemic, which is negatively impacting the movie theater industry right now. Um, and yeah, so far it is sitting at a Rotten Tomatoes score of 96%. With 224 critics. So that is really good, actually. Like for the number of critics and that, that score, that's that's not bad. Because we've seen similar scores like that in, for like high budgeting or high level movies. And it kind it's of one of the, thing well, too. yeah, it, it's kind of falling into that sort of it's very safe category, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely sort of something I noticed. Um, yeah, but at the same time, like it was, I think everybody is going to agree that this movie was pretty good. It wasn't mm-hmm. great by any standards, but it definitely wasn't. I don't think Amazing. many people are gonna not or not gonna like dislike it either. I'm right. getting double it negatives. It wasn't trash, but I yeah. swear to God, if Disney pays makes me pay thirty dollars for another movie that is not still. <laughs> I mean, I really can't do anything to Disney, so it's not really going to matter. But my, you're going to take your money elsewhere to those other main, animation I'm gonna studios. I'm going to take my money elsewhere. I'm going to go to the high seas of the internet. My main gripe with this is we didn't have to pay for Soul, but we had to play for pay for Raya and the Last Dragon. So I have questions as to why Soul was yeah. free and then Raya and the Last I Dragon think wasn't. Are you going to complain about Soul being free though? No, no, I'm not. It's just I'm just kind of questioning like what makes a movie eligible for premiere access. You know what I mean? Like what? How are they? And keep in mind they released Raya behind premiere access at the on the same day they released the finale for WandaVision, which a lot of people are apparently into. 
So it's almost yeah. like they don't I, want anyone to see Raya and the Last Dragon. You know what I mean? I thought well, no, it was people the opposite. This movie was pushed way harder than Soul. Yeah. Right. This yeah. movie, they it's like they're trying to recoup their advertising budget almost. Mm -hmm. They knew then, a lot more kids would watch this movie, I think. Yeah. Because mm. we're going to argue about the thematics of both movies, Soul and Ryan the Last Dragon. But if you notice, the two pre ac premiere access movies are Disney, Disney movie, while Soul is a Pixar movie. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, Soul too. is a little bit more abstract. Mm hmm. That's true. The like, kids will enjoy Soul, but. They'll really like this movie because of the gags, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, consensus, the consensus, consensus geez, reads, Another gorgeously animated, skillfully voiced entry in the Disney canon, Ryan the Last Dragon continues the studio's increased representation while, re while real filming that it's classic. Reaffirming? For, yeah, reaffirming, sorry. That its classic formula is just as reliable as ever. So, um, yeah, pretty much. Sorry, I did not have it's my fine. glasses on to read that part. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, Wait, pretty has... much. Oh, yeah, you do know. have glasses. Well, I wear contacts usually, so I don't. I, I hate wearing glasses. Um, I would much rather use contacts. Um, but, yeah, that's just me. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Initial I just thoughts. want to say the... One thing I really appreciated about this movie, I guess I'm going first. I never go first. Um, just before you go first, Uchi's going to go yeah. first. For a sec? I'm not going to go first. <laughs> is Sam cutting up for everyone or is it just me? He's cutting out a yeah, little bit, but it's not a huge deal. Okay, I will try to fix that as we go along. But yes. Is your uh, PlayStation, PlayStation downloading on? stuff? Uh, it is on. It is in rest mode. So maybe, that, that, maybe it's downloading stuff in the background, probably. Maybe. Know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, initial thoughts. Go ahead with that. I'll fix it. We'll see if it gets worse. Mm -hmm. um, I think my favorite aspect of this is the fact that Sisu was voiced by the same actress who played Picklin in Crazy in yes, Aquafina, who was in Crazy Rich Asians. That was like one of the few. I know a lot of people like said her voice was grating after a while, but I feel like it suited the character. Um, overall, this movie wasn't, like, super amazing. It was very formulaic. It was safe. It was a kid's movie. It was just overall kind of meh. I mean, it had its good points, but I felt it could have been maybe a little bit shorter than it was because it did seem to drag on a little bit and was... But, yeah, it was overall pretty okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who's going next? next? I'll go. I'll dive in. Mm -hmm. Okay, go. I am more creative, but formulaic movie at the same time. Like, there's so many aspects of this movie that I found super creative, and I was like, man, if they had more time to explore it. But at the same time, it felt so formulaic. It's just like every single beat you've seen done, done to death before. And there's nothing in this movie that surprises you. So in the end, there's nothing about this movie that wows me. Mm -hmm. So like at the end, it's just the movie kind of left me feeling hollow inside. I was just like, yeah, yes, you're I guess. Feeling hollow, Uchi? Aren't you already hollow inside? No, I'm not dead in the inside like you, Pamela. Extra hollow. Hey, hey, I like my coffee like I like my soul black. Better. <laughs> so, <laughs> like the joke Pablo told, the joke Pablo told represents this movie. Nothing surprising. Actually, Very you know formulaic. what? I'm going to take this opportunity to ask this. Uh, this is a slight segue, but um, only Uchi would know the backstory to this joke. But, Pam, what are your feelings on concrete? <laughs> you cut out. What? Oh, you actually cut out. I said, what are your feelings on concrete? That's it depends if you're referring to concrete or concrete shoes to drown people with. Because no. concrete shoes are all in All right. I guess <laughs> I don't even know Back what to do. Back to Uchi. Yes, Uchi, Back go to ahead. Uchi. Yes. <laughs> all right. Murder. I'm very surprised this one in this movie. This movie... um. I, I don't want to do this, but like we all know the great the great of the great after the last airbender. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? 
when the last dragon had aspects that were like comparable to Avatar and like how creative and like out there some of the ideas were. Like I like the idea of the how the dragons worked in this world. I like the kind of general like overarching plot that they're trying to build, right? I like that the daughter of the villain or quote unquote the antagonist, right? I like that she was supposed to have this great redemption arc like Zuko. Mm-hmm. Like there's so right. many things that was supposed to be there, but it just didn't have the space to explore it. And like, I know it's been a while since we said it. This would have worked better as a series than a movie, or it, it could have worked better as a trilogy of movies than a series. Because like the whole world is like really creative, and like aspects of it could have been explored. Like in my mind, I can imagine like on the cutting floor they had this whole culture built out for every single aspect of the land, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then the studio you... went, now hack off 30 nope. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and when you think about it like that, this movie then leaves me feeling disappointed because it's like, what could have been? Mm-hmm. And this is why we got instead something that just felt like, it felt Derivative. like a speed run. Mm. That's it, a good analogy, actually. It did. Yeah. So, <laughs> is is this a good movie? I don't think so. I think it's a creative movie. And the reason why people are saying like Disney's from America thing is because it's Disney from America to the T, right? Right. Mm-hmm. The one thing I do give is like this movie is gorgeous though. Like it, the it animation. It's a beautiful movie. It is yeah. such a beautiful looking this movie. This is one of those movies that you want to see in theater if you can or on yeah. a 4K TV if you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this movie is amazing. Like it's such a good looking movie. Yeah. But that's my piece. I have a lot to say on this movie. Um, <laughs> we got a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. It, because I, I'm going to echo what Uchi said to some degree. There are parts that what they did in this movie were great. The animation was phenomenal, right? There's just no other way to put it. The hair, the textures, just how smooth it was. Mm-hmm. I think I, I actually didn't look this up. But I commented on this while we were watching it. That the frame rate was abnormally high. And at first it was a little jarring because it was strange to see these characters moving so smoothly in their like day-to-day stuff, or not day-to-day, but sort of the more menial things they were doing. Mm -hmm. But when it got to the fight scenes, it served the movie so well Mm -hmm. because it's like this was almost like an action movie more than anything else. The fight scenes were incredibly well animated mm-hmm. and the like the high frame rate just made it so smooth and that's something that we kind of overlooked when we were initially discussing this but the choreography that went into this animation was incredibly well done oh definitely. the uh, mm-hmm. another thing that uh the music was also really good it's like everything in this movie just looked so good it, the, the problem was the script not the not even the script the well yeah the script the plot mm-hmm. um it has this like 10 15 minutes right at the beginning that just really didn't feel necessary Mm -hmm. it felt like they were spoon feeding too much information to us and i feel like if they just cut that out and maybe cut out some other segments in the middle and then actually expanded on other areas it would have made for a more interesting movie because as uchi pointed out it felt like a speed run there's locations one two three and four and they just burned through them all without really exploring what they were Mm -hmm. and I, we would have been better suited if we'd seen one or two of them in greater detail. I, but instead, we kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I just, so that's... Sorry, finish what you're saying. Um, and the one last thing that I wanted to bring up was sort of the themes that the movie was going for, right? Mm-hmm. It was trying to sort of push this message of trust, but it just felt really <clears throat> half-hearted in its delivery. They didn't do a very good job at... It, it did. It felt empty, right? It's they were what they were trying to do was using sort of the antagonistic character as a foil and why you shouldn't trust and sort of use a conflict between those two to illustrate why they why the characters shouldn't trust each other, right? Mm-hmm. And why them getting over that would be the catalyst that helps them save the world in the end. But they didn't do the they didn't do the setup properly. They definitely tried to do the setup, but I think they just kind of whiffed. So at the end, it just kind of felt empty because it didn't feel like it was earned. Right. Do you feel like 
like my point of it, if this was what worked better as either a treasure series movie, you could show people throughout the world giving Raya trust or like trusting her compared to like because at the beginning of the movie or in like the middle part of the movie, no one trusts her. She doesn't trust anyone, right? Yeah. There's no idea of like trust at any point of this movie, like really expanded on. Because you've got like Cease to be like, I trust you. It's like, oh yeah, you kind of have to trust. It's like the plot yeah. demands you trust her. Mm-hmm. You know? With the other characters. See, what they needed to do is, and without getting into spoilers, but there is that one point in the movie where disaster strikes. Um, what they needed to do was illustrate a little bit more. They needed to put the blame on Raya entirely. That disaster struck because Raya didn't trust whoever the other character was. I can't remember her name. Um, yeah. But if Raya had that mistake had been oh, 100% Namari. on her, Namari, yeah. If yeah. that mistake had been 100% on Raya and not on Namari at all, the decision for her to put her entire trust in Namari at the end of the movie would have been so much more impactful. Mm-hmm. But sharing the blame kind of took the wind out of the sails there. Yeah. And then there is, of course, the point that the whole problem arose was because her father trusted people in the first place, right? I, if they instead had made the whole thing kick off through distrust, the theme would have resonated so much stronger, and I think it would have made it would have elevated the movie several tiers in my mind. Because even if even if the plot had been messy, but the underpinning themes had been incredibly strong, it would have been a lot more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But instead, it everything plot related was just muddy and it, it was it's hard. Yeah, it, it's hard to enjoy it. Like. It was sort of it was fun to watch, but it was completely immemorable because the script was a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say this for a Disney film. This movie did something very un-Disney like, and that was that there was Which no was... singing. Well, yeah, it wasn't a musical, right? Yeah, yeah, not a musical. Which I, I appreciated. The Big Hero Six had singing. Kind of nice. Yeah, I think Big Hero Six had singing because um, it was kind of like. Sorry, Uchi, I'm talking over you. Oh, no, I was just saying, I don't think Big Hero 6 had any singing. Oh, it had Fallout Boy. See, I kind of like... No, but that was a soundtrack. That's different from singing. Yeah, Yeah, like, it's one thing, like, I don't mind the Disney musicals that have been coming out, but it's kind of nice where it's just focusing on story and the music is in the background. Like, it kind of goes back into, like, Lilo and Stitch and Tarzan, which had amazing soundtracks, but didn't have musical numbers, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I kind of liked that. I, I like movies more like that where the soundtrack or like How to Train Your Dragon. See, probably one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. No musical numbers, but the soundtrack yeah. in, excuse me, enhanced the movie. It was, uh, that was to me the distinction between Disney and Pixar, Pixar for the longest time. Is Disney did the musicals, Pixar, Pixar did not. Mm-hmm. But that line is starting to blur. Yeah. So I, I thought that was interesting. I I don't know. I did like Ryan the Last Dragon. A lot of people hated Zizu's character, like Zizu's voice actress, or just found yeah, that her that's grating or jarring. Grating. I I can see that, but at the same time, I didn't mind it. Me personally, anyways. Um, I had more. Yeah, of I an expected okay. to dislike I, her, but I, I, I didn't. Yeah. I had more of an like issue it. with the script she was given, more so than the actual performance that she gave if that makes sense like the group project joke was kind of weak yeah it was funny but it did not fit Mm -hmm. at all it it was funny but it didn't fit the vibe that they were trying to go for for this film and i felt like when it comes Mm -hmm. to the the atmosphere that you've set for this movie you can't set a world like this where you know dragons are a thing there's magic and then you're talking about a group project like you're all gonna go to work at I don't know. Yeah. At you're all like gonna you're go to work at Disney, Disney tomorrow. For anyone? Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> Sorry, I was I was said is Sam breaking up. Well he for anyone it, else or is it just me? It's, yeah, it's not, getting worse. It's pretty understandable. And he's the one recording, so it doesn't actually matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um yeah. but yeah, as as you Sorry. can understand what he's saying. <laughs> Essentially <laughs> that's my point though. It's like the, I didn't. I didn't get that. It felt like that one joke was very misplaced. Well, yeah, yeah but I don't think it was just that one though. She made a couple. Like I, 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 some aren't. There was a lot right now. I just think I don't remember them. Mm-hmm. 
because the movie can't just didn't stick with me. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of it was a lot of just sort of the way she spoke in general, right? Is like they could have not the way she spoke, but the word choice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, there was. I don't know. I agree with Uchi, like, same sort of thing. I can't really remember it, and I watched this movie two days ago, so I feel like the script wasn't powerful enough to stick. Like, there's really, like, until Sam brought up that group project joke, I was like, is this movie even funny? I did have several laughs, but I I also recognize that they shouldn't, I shouldn't have, uh, it didn't Laugh. fit the tone. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. It didn't fit the tone at all, right? I laughed at the group project joke because, like, oh yeah, that mm-hmm. I've been there. That's but relatable. It, we get it. Yeah, it's I, a that's a relatable joke. Not that's sort of like well, intelligent I mean, humor. I think this joke, is kind right? of where, like Uchi said, like this could have been better as a TV show, because comparing mm-hmm. it to something like Avatar: The Last Airbender, the comedy in that is so much different. You know what I mean? Like it's much more. Much more tasteful well, was, for the time they're in. There was also a lot of physical humor in this movie. Yeah. Uh, like the baby, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which I, I enjoyed. I, I'll, I'll always enjoy a, a physical gag. Those mm-hmm. are timeless. The baby and those whatever they were monkeys. I'm just going to say they were monkeys. Drove me absolutely insane this whole movie. I hated Really? Them. Yes. Hmm. And I think that the just stems from is... my hatred of children. <laughs> all right. I think, the, that, I, I think that that's all is, it is. But... But that's a problem, though, right? Is there's several elements in this movie, which is like Sisu's voice, the existence of the baby at all, which are going to be very hit or miss, depending Mm -hmm. on who you are, right? I got lucky because I enjoyed everything. But looking at those elements, I'm thinking, like, if I'd been in a crabby mood when I started this movie, I would have hated certain parts of this movie. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I should also mention, I love Namari. I like Namari's character. She like I she said she did have Zuko vibes, which Zuko well, okay, redemption well, arc. Yeah, but I would say like she had potential. I wouldn't say like she was perfectly executed. Yeah. Wait, wait. Can I say this? I think okay. you like the idea of Namari. Yes. I like the yes. idea of Namari. Yes. Yeah, because I also like the idea of Namari. Like as soon as she showed up, I was like, okay, she's gonna backstab you. You're gonna not yeah. get along, but it's gonna be okay in the end, and you yeah. get this amazing redemption arc. You mm-hmm. know. I liked to hate her kind of aspect. Like, I liked her, but also I'm like, I like to hate you as a character. You know what I mean? I kind of get that. I didn't, or I don't get that vibe, but I understand it. I did think the ending was very powerful. It just hadn't been set up. It hadn't been, right? Like, you could tell that they wanted that ending to have kick. And had it been earned, it would have been good right yes but it hadn't been hurt it wasn't it wasn't satisfying no i I, i'm now really thinking about give me a tv series and you can see like the egging on of ray and amari go on for like 12 episodes of over multiple seasons yeah that could be great to watch that would be really good because then they could flesh out the two characters well again if we're bringing it back to the standard remember the episode with the blue spirit that yeah. something like that, you know, where it's just Aang's like, yeah. you know, Can in I a different just... life we could be friends, and Zuko shoots him with the fireball. You know, it's like it, it's it's yeah. cool. <laughs> it's cool. Yes, go ahead. So, in hopes of not alienating people who have not watched oh, right. the last Airbender, right. I've seen a couple episodes. I've seen a couple episodes. I know kind of who the characters are, but just I also want to say, keep in mind. Me and probably some other members of our listening group may have not, so we're running a risk of alienating them from knowing what we're talking about. Listen, if you, haven't, if you haven't watched The Last Airbender, go fix it. That is a great yes, TV show. I agree you know? 100%. It is on the Mount Rushmore of animated TV shows that are geared towards both kids and adults. It's, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. But anyways. Pretty good back, is a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> But back to this, yes. So it, I did like the idea of Namari. Um, I liked the idea of the, I guess, the Viking type. That, that, okay, that didn't make sense to me, if I'm being all honest. Because we're in Southeast Asia, but there's a Viking no. type. We're not in Southeast Asia. Oh, okay. We're in a magical I... land. Like, do not, we're not comparing this to yeah. a like, 
it's, okay, okay. It's okay. coded that way, that's but that's the thing with that's the thing with fantasies. You got to be very careful not to make these distinctions, mm -hmm. because this is a legitimate problem in fantasy when like they code the orcs as black people. Right. That's not right. good. Right. right. Don't be like bright. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 I didn't think we'll bring bright back, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, here's the here's the most important part. Like it's inspired by Asian cultures and a lot yes. of Asian cultures, mm -hmm. but it's not Southeast Asia. Right. Right? Like that's the most important thing, right? Because mm -hmm. that's why you're gonna have like a winter land like two blocks away from a desert. Yeah. <laughs> that's this is true. Yeah. This is true. Yes. <laughs> like that's the most important part you gotta remember. Yeah. Like we on a ski hill in Dubai or something. I'm trying to think of a movie that was like it was all based in one land essentially, but it was like different kind of areas were different. Yeah, that's describing a lot of the movies. Lion King. Why is this so hard? That's a lot of movies, fam. The Lion King. Oh. Lord of the Rings. I was gonna Thank say you. the Lion King. It just has is the easiest Lord segregation. Lord of, Lord, of Lord, of Lord of the Rings kinda, of, but like has different climates. Like and they kinda of try It's a lot of those movies. I don't know why this is so hard for me. It's in a difficult thing. <laughs> Am I the only one who thinks it was weird? That we had this whole land that the sun touched, except for one dark part that was just dark for no environmental reason. You know what reason. that is? Yeah. You want to know what it's that is? That's bad juju. <laughs> it's, it's all the bad that's juju. <laughs> it's not like there's a huge tree blocking off sunlight. It's just dark for no reason, apparently. For no reason at all. But like... This is getting off the point. Yeah. There's there's light. Our land, we own everything the sun touches. What's that dark spot? That's Transcona. We don't go there. <laughs> That's the north end. That's the north end. We don't go there. <laughs> what's, what's that dark spot? That's Sam's apartment. We don't go there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but yes, no, what I was going to say, if we're going to talk about like um, the Southeast Asian spiredness, right? I do enjoy it. It wasn't even just Southeast Asia. It was like a love. It was like Asia as a whole, mm -hmm. and it was inspired by that, right? And like, I like the little details. I like the detail of them like taking off their shoes whenever they enter a holy place. Like that was so cool. Mm -hmm. I like like they had their I way think of I like played homage to a homage. lot of cultures, right? Yeah, I I, I guess so. Homage. I don't know which cultures, but like, can't think about it. Like they've created their own culture, their own world in this movie. You know what I mean? And like that's why I keep saying like this movie is super creative. I like the idea that they pray the world in a certain building way. is good. The world building is so good. Like, did anyone else notice whenever the evil plague thing, COVID, whatever? <laughs> COVID. <laughs> we, we haven't talked about the druids. We haven't talked about the druids at all. Yeah. But because I forgot the what the druids were, I I didn't. I forgot they were even. Here. I didn't know the name. I was like the purple. That's what it is. That they're running from the. They're running from the, the big the purple. Everybody. Walking everybody. COVID. The walking the COVID. COVID. Saying, whenever the walking COVID touched, like attacked a person, they ended up standing and praying in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Like that was creative, and I mm -hmm. think there had to be a reason why that was done, but it was probably cut. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Just kind of ended up that way. Yeah, because I definitely noticed that when he was like running away from it, and then the big purple hit him, <laughs> and then he was standing up straight with his hands cupped together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, and then it, it, of course it had to be broken at the end of the movie for them to all hug it out. Yeah. I'm I think like, it would have been stronger if they had just sort of all been standing in that same pose, right? You bet he drops the baby. Because he was carrying <laughs> the baby when he got hit by the <laughs> Oh my goodness. They could have had the baby like sitting on the table. <laughs> I did like the Don't fact that like where the movie's almost over and he calls the baby by name. I think he calls her Mel or something like that. <laughs> and he's like, no one bothered to ask what the baby's name was, and she had been with them for like days. I thought that was hilarious. But see, that's another example of a joke that didn't fit because <laughs> the baby had like a hello, my name is tag, right? Right. 
Those don't yeah. exist in a fantasy world. It's a funny <laughs> joke, but oh man, it doesn't work in the context of the world they've established, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, that's why I'm kind of mixed on humor because mm-hmm. I liked it, but I know that's only because I was in a good mood. Right. <laughs> so they they got they they needed to tighten up the writing mm-hmm. there. Or the, I think the only joke that kind of made sense for me was the I'm a really good swimmer one, which wasn't really a joke, but it was it was executed well in the context that later on she had to be a good swimmer for them to escape Namari. So mm-hmm. I liked the that aspect of it because it's like she refers to all the other dragons that helped create it as the sibling as her siblings, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, and we all have siblings, we've all experienced it, and we've talked about it in other episodes about being the fa- failure child in our parents' uh, eyes. Okay. The other failure She family. was... <laughs> the other I didn't hear that. <laughs> anyway, there's the child. <laughs> Michael, the you choose violence. The greatest. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like, here's her older siblings that have all these magical powers, and here's the youngest sibling or the disappointment child that's like, I'm a great swimmer! (laughs) Yay! Okay, but like, on a serious note, right, I do like the idea of like, um, it wasn't explained in the movie, and the movie did a very ham-fisted way of even alluding to it. Right. But like, how they all combined their powers together for them to quote-unquote save the world the first time, right? But now the dragons came back. But the second time the quote-unquote saved the world is because humanity was there. And it's this idea that they all have to trust each other. Like, all the different species and races have to come together. And this movie did a really bad way of showing that. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, why, why didn't the dragons come back? Okay, the difference between the first time and the second time is because this time humans were involved. See, I'm willing yeah. to forgive that because they were really going for just sort of like a soft magic to say to put use the technical term right mm-hmm. they were just going okay if you can sort of achieve like how do i put it the magic where we just expect it to work once the character development has been met right because mm-hmm. that's kind of the implicit promise in situations like this right is there's especially with a lot of kids media is they have the power to solve the problem the whole time but they have to get over their own personal issues first Mm -hmm. and then they can do the power of friendship and it's all better or something right right and that's very or something right but (laughs) there's a magic total made more sense (laughs) the point is i'm not gonna bash them for that because that's all over the place in animation and it's kind of I'm okay it's, with it. I'm not bad enough right. for it, I think. As long as they don't use it to... Because this whole movie was just a MacGuffin fetch quest, right? It's, it was. Yeah. Go get the thing from where? From this thing. Then we have now to go, go get, get the, the next one. From this I thing. Think that's and we pick up and marry bad of friends. Yeah, so if they had only done Is two it, locations... That, that's literally every at, Avengers... Like, the first Avengers movie. But anyways, yes, continue. Maybe that's why I don't like the Avengers movies either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I think for me, I would have forgiven the whole like now we have to include the humanity if there are other parts of the movie which I really liked, right? But it's just something on top of this, and I'm just kind of like, and this is how magic works. And yeah. we're gonna win for the power of friendships and we're all gonna come together, it's all gonna be the okay. power of well, Uchi, okay, and see that was that was another joke I appreciated. Where before the big finale, they each gave their own synapses of like what the plan should be, and Zizu's plan made me laugh a lot because it was it was very well yeah, animated. Yeah, woke up for gifts. <laughs> and we'll be best friends forever. Forever. <laughs> the, the animation of them holding hands and just skipping into the sunlight was that was gold. That was funny. You know, Sisu gets. I like Sisu. Like, she is so great. <laughs> I just love her. Sisu was fine. With the gift. She was great. I, I don't know. Like, there's just something about an all powerful being just being so naive. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why. It just, like, works. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I say, oh, no, that doesn't work. Never mind. What? Oh, no. Okay. Oh. You know, I want to bring this up because I've. 
feel like we're approaching the end. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about something that Michael brought up and Right. So when Sisu died. Okay, so we've had our spoiler warning now. We're gonna insert that. Yes. Yeah, spoiler if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you've already watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast, just assume spoilers. there shouldn't be needing a spoiler warning. It's, <laughs> it's a, a movie. I, mean, I figured podcast. I I finger figured it's a movie that's been out for a week and it's also behind a thirty dollar paywall. But anyways, yeah, she gets Sisu gets shot. <laughs> that happens. That's something that happens. When that happens, I guess I have to ask Pam and Sam since me and I already know Michael's answer. Pam, come back to life, stay yes. dead. See, it could go either way for me. I mean, I feel like it maybe would have been a little bit more powerful if they assumed she was going to stay dead and then came back at the very end. I, I don't know. So like I kind of like the way they, <laughs> I kind of like the way they did it. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I kind of would have liked it to be stay dead. Sam. It, it, it's kind of weird. Well, I, don't I already know. said it before that like her being like her being dead, but then having the rest of the characters fulfill her her dream of people trusting each other would have been more poetic if that makes sense it would have hit harder um but it's disney like even with soul and pixar they couldn't kill disney, their main character the same, so the same people who like that, I, wait, but wait, disney but disney <laughs> the same people spoiler alert who yeeted my boy Mufasa? <laughs> when it comes to a main character's but that's parents, start of the movie. All yeah. When it comes to a main character's, like as long as it's a, if it's a parent, Disney doesn't care. Like Disney has clearly stated nope. they're they're just we hate parents. Like yeah. that's anti parenthood. Yeah, free <laughs> parenthood. All the orphans. But if Disney it's like a if orphans. it's like a best friend or a member of the main party it's usually very difficult for Disney to kill them off. So, yeah. See, Gotta sell them toys. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I don't know if... Maybe because it's like this is that soft magic where it's, it's just magic. We don't know how she came back to life. I, I kind of didn't care whether she lived or died, right? One of the dragons might have had healing properties. We don't know. So, Who knows? But yeah. like for me, it's kind of like if the story had impacted me more by the point when Sisu died, then I probably would have cared more of like of the debate if she stayed dead or not, right? Because let me not lie, when she got shot, I was kind of like, eh, she's gonna be okay. Yeah, I yeah. was just when she got that's, shot. That's I was my like... problem. I had that same reaction. Well, it's also the like, manner in which she got shot. Because she gets shot and she falls off a cliff. That's like the classic. Yeah. Do you know how many Disney characters have fallen off a cliff dead, and survived? Or is she not dead? Like too many. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're Mufasa. Do you know how many Disney princes <laughs> fell off a cliff and survived? So General like, Shang fell a off a cliff. Basically, and a guarantee survived. of survival. Yeah, pretty yeah, much for Disney. Survival. Wait, because didn't she even fall into water? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So and she's a great Tarzan. So, so here's the thing: going to be okay. Tarzan fell off a cliff. This is a list of Disney characters who have fallen off cliffs. Tarzan fell off a cliff. Oh boy. General Shang from Mulan fell off a cliff. Uh, Tarzan too when he was a kid. Um, <clears throat> General oh. Shang from Mulan, he fell off a cliff. Um, oh my goodness, what's her name? Um, oh right, the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. He, he not a cliff, but he fell from a tower. Um, the the Hunchback. Of Basically, Notre- cliffs are non-lethal in pretty animation. Much, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. they're the really equivalent of getting involved. bonked on the head with a cardboard. Tube. Yeah. <laughs> Cliffs are not lethal in animation, unlike in Warzone. <laughs> so my point um, is, Disney never, Disney no, honestly, will never we, kill a character by having them fall. Like that's never going to happen. Yeah. The wily E Coyote. It. I'll have yeah. him hold up a sign that says "Help." Yeah. And then still let him live. Yeah. Um, I think if Sisu, like when Sisu got shot, I was literally just sitting there going, "Oh, she got shot." Oh no. Next. Oh no. Oh no! Anyway, <laughs> and I think that's yeah. Oh, actually, I should clarify. Unless it's a parent, when parents fall off cliffs, they're dead, right? I should just mention that. Yeah. Yes. 
but we know that if a Disney character gets quote unquote lethally wounded in the third act, they're going to survive or they're going to be magicked back, right? <laughs> it's just it, it's a it's a rule at this point mm-hmm. that it just kind of deflates all tension that could come from it. And Disney I think Disney has would, a hard time uh, actually panking their characters. Yeah, well, also because yeah. they're pandering to children as well. Wait, how do you make the sequel then? I, I think also they and just don't the want to show kids like fatality. Scar kids. Yeah, you don't want to give yeah. show kids Listen, fatality. Kids. Dragons are they not just real wait till their they goldfish die. dies. <laughs> no, wait, they, okay. Disney just wants the parent to wait until either their dog dies, their cat gets hit by a car. Or their fish dies. No, I'm not. I'm not slamming Disney for it. I actually think it's like it's been working for them so far. And like, if they can still be creative, yeah, I have a hard time faulting to it. them for it. Yeah, if they can be creative and still not, stick to it, like I'm, I don't have a problem with it. I'm not getting mad at the fact that she lived. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I don't care, right? Right. But all I know is maybe this opens up the chance for a sequel. I don't know how COVID's gonna come back in the sequel, but we'll find a way. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I think it. I think instead of it being a sequel, it might just be a Disney Plus like TV show. I can see it being a Disney Plus TV yeah, show. It should have been that a TV a show to begin with. Mm-hmm. It should have been a TV show. This is as as crazy as it was. It should have been a TV show. Like, could you imagine if it had the head writer from Last Airbender writing? Oh yeah, it, it would have been something good. like this. It That'd be so yeah. Mm-hmm. And there would have been like probably more interesting characters within the world to come across. As well, the yeah. whole world would have been explored and fleshed out. Cause like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting, like how the first the chief of the tribe of the tail died, and it's never talked about. How interesting, like how so many of the chiefs died, mm-hmm. and then, why is it only Fang's chief that's still alive when everyone else succumbed to fate? Right. I mean, they're probably gonna do a sequel where like Namari has a younger brother or something like that, who like is. I uh, I have the a hard evil time embodiment of the mom take a sequel or something. I don't. Know. They have so many ang- angles. They but the thing is, like, the mom wasn't a even sequel evil. would be forced. No, she was just self interested, and that yeah. was interesting. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that uh, it it no, she was acting in her own self interest in a way that didn't make her inherently evil. But the movie was like, and she's the baddie. Yeah. So she's, she's like season girl. one. Cersei Wait, Lannister. she wasn't even acting in the self. She wasn't even acting in the self-interest of herself. She was doing it for her people. Yeah. Well, that's why I said she's like literally easily... season one Cersei Lannister. That's what she was. No, it's Cersei just Lannister all from my family. She, well, she, she was, was already shagging her, her brother family, at that though. point. Because uh... they had a whole family. They had a whole Lannister family thing. I don't know. But that's my point. Exactly. I'm, not gonna, s- I'm not going there. She yeah. doesn't give me self-interest. But like... Because there's so much about the world, like the quote-unquote antagonists, right? Mm-hmm. They're not evil people. They're like, if you explored it, they could have had nuanced, great stories, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the whole theme is trust. So they all have to be good on some level and trust each other. That's how they solve the problem. But they didn't earn it. <laughs> all right. So can I trust you guys to give your final... Rated? That would have been a good segue. Something yeah. about trust. Yeah. <laughs> um, Final segues. Let's go. Final verdict. Animation. Yay. Script. Boo. Voice acting. <laughs> uh. Actually, I like the voice. Actually, wait. Overall, can I say, I like, man. I only liked what's the name. See, Aquafina? Okay. Yeah, Aquafina. yeah that's, that's a good point. So on a grid of east, west... We're just putting it in the middle, zero zero. Actually, no, we can't. I would put it right in the mid. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. struggling. Because animation-wise, though, I feel like the, the, the animation is it's so all the way gorgeous. to the east, right? It yeah. looks yeah. so good. So we're just going like middle like... east. <laughs> I'm like this is so an we're going Southeast Asia. This is yeah. a New Zealand. <laughs> a Southeast. I would say I could. I would have yeah, said yeah, Southeast yeah, Asia. Yeah, I think New Zealand. That New implies Zealand. it's north of the equator. It's not. <laughs> it's in New Zealand. It's it's a Churchill. It's absolutely gorgeous, but there's not much there. <laughs> it's a Christchurch. It's <laughs> it's it's good. It's meh. It's a whole lot of Disney. Stop making me pay. 
for thirty dollars. Yeah, Disney Premium Access. Uh, That's what that is. Yeah. Actually, did you ever find out when you pay that thirty dollars, you just get the movie for until it's free to everyone, or do you lose it after a certain number of hours? Oh, I'm you, asking. I Sam. you have it. You have it forever. Like it's just there. Until it's free for everyone. Oh, that's good. You can see it. That's good. Whenever you want. Okay. So, yeah. Thirty dollars, and after twenty-four hours, ha ha ha. Oh, I know. That'd be it. No. (laughs) Because at that point, you're just renting it, which you could just do for like six bucks. So, yeah, I'd say so. But no, you own it until it becomes free for everyone, which it'll be free to for you too at that point as well. For everyone in June. Yeah. Yeah, but by then everyone would have everyone who wanted to watch this movie would have watched it, right? They would have. I'm seeing them clamoring around in June time, being like, "Hey, it's time for me to finally watch this movie." <laughs> oh man, pretty. Kids much. are gonna love this movie, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids will love this movie. Yeah, and then yeah, so pretty much you have it here from Northern Critic. It is a just okay movie, no booze required. That looks absolutely gorgeous. Yes, that absolutely cannot be gorgeous. over. Mm-hmm. Beautifully animated guys. Although next week's movie might need booze to enjoy, but we'll see. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see you in two weeks. <laughs> Till next time, y'all. All right. Peace. Bye. Bye.